Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Andy Brant-Bernard, and our very special guest Kristen Burt joins us right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Hollywood swinging, baby. You heard me. So what's happening? Nope, folks. There we go. There All right. she is. Hello. You, can you handle this or not? <laughs> I cannot, no. It's one of Tuesday. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I just can't. Your mom is whitening her teeth or something. I, don't know. I never know what? what the hell she's doing. Really? What do I? I don't know. That lines up. Just yeah, it's really great. It's a really a wonderful thing. Kristen Burt joins us. How you doing, Kristen? I'm great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, boy, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, you know, I do, since, since this would be the Kristen Burt Hollywood Swing and Report, I have to ask you a question. I talked about it a bit on the morning show. There's this movie called Jexy. Did you ever see Jexy? I have not. It's Adam Devine. By the way, is that story true about Adam Devine, that he was hit by a cement truck and had to have 26 surgeries to live? What? <laughs> I've never heard that before. I haven't either. I wonder if it's true that Adam Devine, when he was a little boy, apparently, they say he was hit by a cement truck and he had to have 26 surgeries to, to get back to being able to walk. And then wow. he started doing stand-up comedy at 14 and started acting. Oh, do you think that's true? We can look it up. And yeah, it looks like it. An interview, right? He oh, went so, under so, the, front, yeah. the front wheels of a cement truck. He did? When yeah. he was 11. Wow. And he did have 26 surgeries, Andy? Yes. Oh, my God. What a story that is. See, now that's a great American story right there because any dump truck in some other crap hole country, you'd have been dead. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said he was uh, on his way to the store to get some candy and rip pages out of penthouse. Wow. No, I knew it. Ripped pages out it. of Yeah, like go to the grocery store or whatever gas station, like because you can't buy the Aren't penthouse they magazine. A bag though, usually. No, I have no those... idea. Maybe not back then, I guess. Oh, I suppose. I don't know. I got no idea what's happening. <laughs> no doubt about it. But in any case, uh, this movie, Andy Devine stars in it, and it's called Jexy. It's basically Alexa, only yeah, they can't use the name Alexa, obviously. Oh. But Jexy is the, the voice uh, of his telephone, right? And she becomes humanized. And I would not watch it with little kids because it's got some of the most vile language I've ever heard. Because Jexy goes off the deep end every time he does something wrong. Uh, like she's at points, he he walks into this coffee shop and he's talking to this woman and he's really you know ham-handed about it. He doesn't do a very good. He's not very charming because he's so nervous talking to this woman. And she, as they're leaving, Jexy goes, "You are an effing douche." <laughs> <laughs> and she she starts talking to him. She says, and it, as it turns out, Jexy falls in love with Adam Devine's character, and. I, I don't know. It's not a great movie, but it was quite enjoyable. But I'd never even heard of it. It Where came out in November. It? I've never heard of it. It was on uh, Vudu, I think. I think it's on oh. Vudu. Is it I'm on Roku? Of Oscar season, so I'm watching screener after screener. I was yeah. like, I haven't even heard of this in the theaters. So it must have kind of come and gone. Let's see. Well, it's too bad because it's pretty enjoyable. I'm wondering if it was like straight to video or today's Could equivalent of that. Um, Jexi. A J E X I is how you spell it. Release um, November. Is that no October or November last? It says year. it was theatrical re- theatrically released October 11th, but I wonder if October it like, 11th, uh, went into four theaters or something like that. Yeah, it made seven and a half, seven point seven million dollars in its theatrical run. So oh, probably not. I don't great. know what that's all about, but no, probably not great. But well, and it's Box not Office a great Mojo movie. Says twenty three hundred theaters. So I don't know. Oof. That's bad. Yeah, that's not good. Um, Why do you think it is that people will just give the stiff arm? Because the movie's pretty funny. It's not great, but it's really funny. Uh, Why do you think people stiff-armed it? Because Adam Devine's a pretty big name, isn't he? Um, You know, with the teen set, you know, because he did a lot of the, um, what were those movies? Um, Wasn't he in Workaholics? I can't think of it. Yeah. He was in Workaholics, too. You're right. Uh, he was in Workaholics. He was, I believe he's in Modern Family for a while, wasn't he? He was in one of those shows for a while. I know that. But, uh, yeah. You know, look, it's 85 minutes long. you got nothing better to do. It's only 85 minutes long. You will laugh, but don't watch it around little kids because she calls people CSers and all kinds of things. Oh. <laughs> she goes off the deep it's end. Perfect. It's Perfect was a movie I was thinking of. He's been in those films. Um but I just think he has a younger audience, and if it's not, you know, if they don't really care about that, I mean, if he doesn't, you know, if people aren't understanding what Jexy is, had it been named like Siri or Alexa, people would have understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jexy but I don't think really Alexa was going to It could have been marketing, too. Well, the problem they have is they can't use Alexa because Amazon had never let them do that. Of course. Uh, but I don't, you know, I, I wouldn't name something else, because if you say Jexy, yeah. I'm not going to even look at the description. Yeah, I didn't even know what you were talking about until you started describing it. I just stumbled across it too. That's the amazing thing is I didn't, I never even heard of it, but I have always liked Adam Devine, so I figured, well, I'll give it a whirl. And Catherine laughed. It has good. I mean, the 
an example. This is like a one of the calmer things that she says to him. Uh, so he's standing in line at a coffee shop, and he sees this really pretty woman, and he again is really uncomfortable with that whole thing. And like the Jexy comes on full voice in the middle of the coffee shop and goes, "You need to stop ejaculating into your socks at home." That's real. You know what? It's also because that type of humor is not very in style right now either. Oh, it's not. You know that like with something about Mary that we had for like, and then comedy did it for ten years. It's kind of cycled yeah, out of sure. that. Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose that's right. So you think that's what it is? Yeah. Am I on? You oh, are. Yeah. Hi. Happy New Year, Kristen. Happy New Year. We're just talking about Jexy. Jexy, oh my gosh. It's one of those uh, bridesmaid kind of movies. Oh. Yeah, you know, risque. Kind of, yeah, the sophomore humor. Yep. Yeah, yeah but it's actually kind of funny. Like 10 years ago. <laughs> um, Hangover. What else did that guy write? There was. He wrote. Yeah, hang over and another one just like it. Well, yeah, Kristen about? pointed out the movie, uh, uh, something about Mary. That'd be a pretty good comparison with this movie. I yeah, think. that's a good comparison, yes. It is. You know, when she used the uh, <clears throat> spuzz to do her hair, that's real nice. That was a nice touch. Yeah. Didn't you think? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally sounds like about my kind of movie. No, 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 no. That was from something about Mary. Remember, she did that in, in yes, something about Mary. I know. Yeah, yeah, that was, exactly. But now I watch yeah. it. Like, it was funny at the time, but now I watch it, I'm always like, ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I understand yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, this yeah. one, they did a dick pic part piece, and it was, they didn't need to do that. That went, yeah. and they and they really showed the picture. Um, I don't know. I just think that was, it wasn't the best. Unnecessary? Yeah, it would have it would have taken a movie that was actually pretty funny and it, it knocked it down a couple of couple of good stars for me just because it's just not necessary. That whole dick pic thing's getting old. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It kind of is, isn't it? No, I could see that that's probably true. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, but I, like I said, for a movie I'd never heard of, eighty five minutes long. I, I you know if you're just looking to have some laughs over some really yeah. stupid humor, it was it was silly. I mean, yeah, there silly, were parts yeah. where you laughed out loud. It was good. It is in true. A way. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's. Now, this just popped up on my screen. The New Yorker is out with a profile of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez after her first year in office, and the progressive does not sound thrilled about being in the same party as moderates, such as, say, Joe Biden. Reporter <laughs> David Friedlander. I thought his name was Friedlander. It's Freelander? Oh, well. Uh, asked about her hypothetical role in Congress if Biden were president, and this is the response. Oh, God, she said with a groan. In any other country, Joe Biden and I would not be in the same party, but in America, we are. Her point is that the progressive wing of the party is miles apart from moderates and even further from its conservative fringe, which she likens to a tea party of the left. Ah. She Could she be a bigger asshole, do you think? Well, I, you know what? No, I, I, I don't think she's Ugh. wrong. Maybe the delivery stinks, but I don't think she's wrong. She's wrong about what? Oh, that she wouldn't. I don't be the think same she's party. wrong about the classification. In that, uh, the progressive left and say the moderate left are really two different parties. Um, yeah. As would be the far right and a moderate um, Republican would yeah. be two different parties. I do agree with like the scope of the idea. I don't agree with the delivery because I'm like. 
if, you know, Biden is going to be your party's candidate, you should be throwing your support behind him or whomever it is. Right. uh, Right. If you don't want to deal with Donald Trump again. You see that Julian Castro's working really hard to be Elizabeth Warren's vice presidential pick? Yeah, well, it pretty much seems like Biden's going to pick Kamala Harris and that Warren would probably pick Castro. And to them, it's about checking off boxes. Because we've we've gone to a place where it's like you need a female on the ticket, um, you need some type of diversity on the ticket. So if you have Elizabeth Warren, who's white, you got Julian Castro, who um, brings in the Latino vote, Kamala Harris, um, a woman of color. She also checks off the California box. She's a female, and then you got Biden. You know, and, and that's the way that's the way everyone is looking at it. It's a puzzle. Don't piece. you think that that's a, that's a huge mistake? Because basically, if we're trying to get to a place where everybody gets treated the same, to just appoint someone because of their skin color is what white people used to do. So why are we still doing that? I don't know if that's true anymore. I don't know if everybody wants to be treated the same. No, they don't. Well, that's unfortunate. No, everybody wants to have their own little... Yep. You should start Everyone wants to be special. Yep. I suppose. I don't know. But I find that to be odd that all of a sudden... Uh, doing exactly what the people you dislike did, only with a different skin color, makes no sense to me. If you didn't like the idea, why are you repeating it? Where did we ever, um, in the last 50 years, have any common sense left in America? Well, that's true. No, so that's <laughs> the whole argument. There just isn't any. There's no common sense left. It's like left, AOC right. yelling at about people accepting money from billionaires when she didn't even remember that she, she accepted money from billionaires. It's like, you got to know what you're talking about once in a while. But they, right. don't, they don't, and nobody cares. Well, I, I just didn't understand what she meant by that whole thing, but I suppose, beeping? I don't know, something is beeping it's really loud. It's the call waiting. There it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's call waiting. Oh, that's what that is, call waiting. Uh-huh. And I so, can't turn yeah, that I mean, off, I don't think. That's fine. As long as I know what it is, I don't care. It's only a, a real quick beep. Not yes. a, as long as I know what it is, it's not going to bother me. Um, so, yeah, I just saw the AOC thing, and I didn't really understand any other country. I wouldn't be in Biden's party, but... Look, this is not Italy. What do they have in Italy, like 22 parties? I think there's <laughs> 11, 11 that are taken seriously, and I think there's 17 total. 17 total? There might okay. be more. I don't know. Uh, there might be a few parties. Well, good for those kids, you know, get everybody uh, taken care of, and everybody gets a, a, a time at the plate, don't you think? Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think we, could, I think we would be better off with more than two parties. Um, that's yeah, really dominated, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Well, that's unfortunate because I think you're right. It'd be better if we had like four or five different parties. If we had the far left, the Democrats, the center, the Republicans, and the far right, we should have five yep. parties. You're right. We should. Yeah. Maybe I feel represented finally. <laughs> you know, when you're yeah. smacked up in the middle, <laughs> well, you're just kind of like, I don't know what's going on. I mean, one of the problems I do have, Kristen, is my mother was an, uh, a big-time Democrat. She loved the Democratic Party. You know, she's Roman Catholic, so she loved the Kennedys. You know, she just, she loved being a Democrat. But this party doesn't re- resemble my mother's Democratic Party at all. Uh, what she would consider the conservative left uh, is what the Democratic Party used to be, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we should. We should talk about having five parties, and then no one would ever win. So we could rule by committee. We could elect all five people, and then you can argue amongst yourselves like you do on CNN and Fox right now. That would be good. Everyone would be a pundit. <laughs> yeah, everyone's a pundit. I don't know. I, 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 
We get a lot of response on the morning show from people just talking about the fact that it's like, hey, look, you let them say whatever they want, let them do whatever they want, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just, the whole thing is ridiculous. What I really like, though, and I'll move on from here, I love it when somebody says, that's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life, and this is going to hurt America. This is bad for America. And then they play audio of you 24 months ago saying the same exact thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I just love that. Well, you said it 24 months ago. No, I didn't. Well, I've got video of you doing it. I love got that. The when they do that kind of... <laughs> oh, it's a terrible idea that apparently I had 24 months ago. But in any case, we'll keep an eye on that whole thing. I, I just, I'm fascinated by that whole deal. What is OITNB? What is that? Anybody know Orange what that is? Orange is the New Black. Oh, oh Orange is the New or- Black. You're absolutely right. <laughs> apparently. Apparently, one of uh, one of the actresses on uh, Orange Is the New Black is is going to leave America because this is war. Yeah. Yael Stone, do you know who Yael Stone is? Yes. Okay, she's she a she tiny little stand. one on the show. Oh, is she really? Yeah, she's super she said tiny. she'll stand she's like a little itty bitty one. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she just said she's going to go back to Australia and stay there. She doesn't want to live in America anymore. Okay. <laughs> See ya. Now, I mean, I, has she seen Australia? Yeah. Australia's <laughs> right. on fire right now. So yeah, Australia's on fire. It's a, a good point. It's a good point that Australia's on fire right now. But you know, whatever works. Andy, what's your what's your minute count? Because I forgot to set my clock. I forgot We're I have to do that. About a minute over. Oh, we are already. Yep. All right, we'll take a break and be right back in a couple minutes more with Kristen Burton. We want to get to the all important. Kristen Burt take on Ricky Gervais, and I can't mm. wait to hear it. This will be yeah. terrific. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customers? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. 
Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. A land down under? Yep. For Is that for OITNB or whatever the hell it was? <laughs> yep. Uh, I, yeah, I feel bad for Australia. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, well, exactly. It did rain there. It's raining there. Yeah. So. Just trying to save the koala bears. Yeah. Well, that would raining. be good. <laughs> that would be good. All right, Kristen. I ever since I saw this, he's. I've always loved Ricky Gervais. Anything. I think he's one of the most. He's one of the funniest human beings alive. I love his take. He is very bold. He will not back down from any topic. I've always loved his TV shows, no matter what they are. <laughs> Please tell me you were at the Golden Globes. I was not at the Golden Globes. I was on my last day of vacation. Um, but I did watch it, and wait, I thought it was wait, funny. Wait, wait, Vacation from what? <laughs> Christmas vacation. Vacation from what, though? Don't you have to have a real job to go on vacation? <laughs> I hope I have a real job. <laughs> she just starts laughing. <laughs> um, in any case... You did see, did you watch it on television? Yeah, I did watch it that night. I think he is, he's at the top of his game right now because he went after everybody. Uh, I I came in a limo tonight and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. That is a very (laughs) funny joke. That was hilarious. (laughs) That's a very funny joke. That's a good one. I I don't know where to start because so many of his lines were just (laughs) wonderful. Did, what, did you have any favorites, anybody uh, in Studio A, did you, did you have any favorites that he said? I just thought it was wonderful. Anyone? No, I nothing. I like no. saw like the highlights of it. I thought overall, yeah, it was very funny and very well put together. And I would like more his reaction afterwards, like explaining what all the bleeps were and, and things like that. I love this line right here. Uh Many talented people of color were snubbed in major categories, Gervais said. Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. (laughs) 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 And he also said something about, I can't remember what the hell it was, but it was not about people. It was about something else. But he goes, I'm not not reading this. Uh, There's not enough diversity in it for me to read this. (laughs) (laughs) It was perfect, though. He hit all the right notes of sort of what Hollywood is going through. And, you know, Hollywood does have to make some sort of, you know, they do have to balance some films that do represent the rest of the United States just besides white people. Um, But, you know, sometimes Hollywood or any sort of industry overcorrects. So making fun of it, I think, is hilarious in many ways because if you can't make fun of what you're going through, there's no point, especially in... The industry, because everyone's in $10,000 gowns, and across the globe, (laughs) Australia's burning. So you have to make fun of yourself. You can't take it too seriously when there's a lot more, um, there's a lot of crises going on in the world right now. There's no question about that. Uh, The Independent reports that there were gasps after Gervais said, our next presenter starred in Netflix's Bird Box, a movie where people survive by acting like they don't see a thing, sort of like working for Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) (laughs) He's on fire. That's interesting, because like, I stopped liking him a while ago. Cause, yeah, he like, got very yeah, annoying he, childish. Oh, he, he did got for a while. so yeah. annoying did. and so self-important. So this sounds like he's back to what he used to do. 
I just yeah. I love the fact that he's back. If he's back, I love the fact that he's back. Sort of like working for Harvey Weinstein after the audience reaction, he added, and I quote, "You did it. I didn't. You did it." <laughs> <laughs> there are so many here, I, Kristen. I don't know. I don't know where to start. Stop reading because all of it and every line he delivered was hilarious. I, I just is it's amazing. Right. Good, well, it, it was really sharp and it was really well done. And you have to remember, he's taken a couple years off. I don't always think coming yeah. back year after year is the greatest idea, even though I right. think, you know, old school America is like, but Bob Hope did the Oscars for, you know, years and years and years. I don't think we're there anymore. I always think like giving a comedian a rest and bringing them back um, oftentimes makes it just so much more fresh um, and we could handle it. And we needed a laugh just because I think that the last couple days were tense with you know, everything that has been happening with, you know, Iraq and Australia. It just was a very tense sort of start to the year. So I thought this was a great way to sort of just take some of the edge off. I couldn't agree more. And, and there were some people, they showed some people in the audience. This particularly old, he, was, he looked like he was about 90 years old. He was kind of a white-haired but uh, bald guy with glasses. He was not laughing at all. He was very pissed off about the whole thing. And I thought, you're, you're the kind of guy who ruined Hollywood. You're that guy, you know? <laughs> it's like, I'm just not going to sit here and laugh at any joke. It's not funny. Where's Bob Hope? No, I, <laughs> I'm very, very important, and he's making fun of me. Uh, about Jeffrey Epstein, he said, okay, spoiler alert, season two is on the way of Afterlife. So in the end, obviously, he didn't kill himself, just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> people, people started groaning, and then he said, shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. You had to make your own way here on your own airplane, now didn't you? <laughs> I, 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 okay, I'll get off it, but I'm telling you, if you get a chance, read the whole thing, because it is phenomenally funny. It's right on the money. He, he was saying basically what everybody else in the world is thinking. It's like, you pretentious pains in the ass shut up and do your jobs right right and don't cringe in the audience like there's a comedian on stage these are jokes people you knew what you signed up for yeah. when he gets on stage tom hanks's yeah. face or was make the a best funny face like just make a, even if you don't think it's funny make a funny face because right. it'll become a meme anyway and you'll go viral yeah <laughs> exactly all right speaking of hollywood you're gonna have to pay for this one Kristen, because it's your buddy oh good what the hell is wrong with Gwyneth Paltrow? Oh, no, I know. What'd she do now? What is wrong with her? What'd she do now? Are you ready? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Gwyneth Paltrow has conceded making such grave mistakes with her Goop luxury lifestyle brand, CNBC has reported. After watching the trailer of Goop's upcoming Netflix series, The Goop Lab, some people see more ahead. The one-minute trailer for the six-part wellness series promises... <clears throat> Exorcisms, psychedelics, psychic mediums, and energy healing. Oh, what is wrong with her? She just wants attention. Well, you know Why? what it is? Yeah. Why exorcisms? I mean, I get energy healing, right? But like exorcisms, that seems. <laughs> I actually am glad this is coming out, and I'll tell you why. Because the next big scam, because there's there's sectors of the wellness industry that are legit and very helpful, and then there's sectors that are snake oil, and what Gwyneth Paltrow is selling is snake oil, and that has been proven over and over again by medical experts, and maybe this will expose it for what it is. So let this come out, 
and let all these rich people realize they have been sold a bridge that doesn't exist. Yeah, it, it's an amazing, amazing story. What the, you know, you look at her mother, who's one of the most talented actresses ever born. I love Blythe Danner. Yeah, she's good. She's so good. And Gwyneth had a very promising career, and then all of a sudden she gave birth to an apple, another fruit, I'm sure, at some point. But isn't her kid's name Apple? Apple and Apple Moses. Apple and Moses. Jeez. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot committed. for that, Mom. My name is Apple. I don't get it. I don't really understand it at all. Uh, the most horrifying thing about this uh, is the word lab, which implies some sort of science, which Goop has nothing to do with. <laughs> well, there is that. Yeah, she's just, I don't know, she's, she's, an, she's an odd duck, don't Didn't you Didn't she think? just show up in a see-through gown somewhere, too? Oh, is that Gwyneth? I, I think. When we it? were watching it, I said, oh, my God, that is like Goop color. It's like a brown, like, baby diarrhea color. And then it was like, oh, oh like that naked dress. Ah. Okay, there are four women on the show, and there are only three men on the show, so gird your loins, women, because this is one of the quotes. <laughs> do women I... have loins? I guess we do. Women have a loin, absolutely. <laughs> the fruit of my loins? <laughs> <laughs> like a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you ready for this next line? This is the last one I'm reading because I can't read any more of this. You ready? Yep. Gwyneth Paltrow said, and I quote... Oh, wait a minute. Uh, This is from a tweet to Gwyneth Paltrow. Every episode goes into a different vagina to leave jade eggs, crystals, and healing energies. What? (laughs) What? Every what? The hell does that mean? I don't know. Does anyone know what that means? Say it again. She's on psychedelic. I think she's trying to line her chakras. (laughs) Yeah, she sure is. Yeah, she's lining her chakras. I don't know if there's chakras up there. She said... (laughs) I am like all Which about ones? energy healing and like chakras, and I am like super into all that stuff. But she takes it to a point where it's like, okay, uh-huh. she can't. Yeah, she makes a parody of it. Yeah, well, that's she what makes. Mom and I, say about yeah. you. I I know you do. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure most people think I'm but ridiculous, but whatever. Okay, here's the line again. Every episode goes into a different vagina to leave jade eggs, crystals, and healing energies. So do they in actually the put a, what? Like, yeah. is it, like, what? Is it getting left in there? I'm very confused. That's yeah, what it sure. says. Leaving them in there. Right. Well, that's jade egg a would work. Metaphorical um, feminism. What else thing. are you sticking up there? Crystals. 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 Ooh, that, I, I know rounded. that there are crystal dildos. That's like a thing. Yeah, there is. What? Yeah. what? Yes. It's, yeah. it's weird. Hey, it's Alex, a thing. Alex. What? Alex. Do not use the word dildo in front of Tevin. Well, you're talking about putting crystals up vaginas. That's I'm what triggered. that is. Well, I heard about the egg part. <laughs> I don't know what that is. They people use it for Kegel exercises. They would put it up there, oh, yeah. hold it up yeah. there, yeah. and then sure. push it out. <laughs> don't like why? I miss the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what we can do. <laughs> Why? What? Well, you know they're going to be putting it up their other hole soon. So it's just a matter of time. <laughs> well, you know it's going to happen. Uh, I see the anything news people can do. <laughs> so, do Catherine, I think you've, you're into a business idea. You can get ahead of the market. <laughs> yeah. You mean you haven't put this up your ass yet? What? <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong Don't with you? you? It's all it's over Instagram. Call me old-fashioned. <laughs> 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 
That's a good point. <sighs> Just call me old-fashioned and everything else. All right, we have to continue on in Hollywood, Kristen. I'm sorry, but, uh, well, you know what? We've only got a couple minutes left in this segment, so I'm going to wait till the, for, till the next segment so we can bring up another topic out of Hollywood. Do you think Hollywood is learning anything from all this, Kristen? Uh, wellness, oh, or from Harvey Weinstein, or... From everybody, <laughs> from people making fun of them constantly, because no. they're such idiots. I've been doing that I for don't know, decades. we make fun of Washington, D.C. the same way, so Which we should, not. by the way. We should make fun of Washington, D.C. even more than Hollywood. Yeah, and I Some feel the like things they, they say get now. into... I think they get into a kerfuffle more than Hollywood does. Yeah, you're probably. Oh God, yes. I, think, I think Washington is just a big old stage. It's just a big old theater. It just, yeah, it you is. know, just it doesn't is. have it doesn't have audiences in seats. It's just on TV. You think yeah, political theater is like saying like yes. all it is is political theater. It really is. I am going to call Gwyneth Paltrow later today and leave a message on her answering machine that just goes like this: "Lick me." What do you think? She would love get that. arrested. What yep. do you mean? It's from the movie The Exorcist. She talked about exorcism. That's from the movie The Exorcist. Maybe she wouldn't put that together. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I think it was a verbal assault. Like, just what a weird guy. She doesn't come across as yeah. a person putting things together very well. Yeah. Yeah. Your mother does exorcism. something in hell, but I there's, can't say it on the show. There's a priest in Minnesota that's one of the only people in the yep. U.S. that does exorcisms. Yeah, he travels the Where's, world. Yeah. Wow. Really? So where's he live? There's only one left. He used to be a teacher live? at St. Thomas. He was Dan's teacher. What? Wow. Huh. Yeah. yeah. What did he teach? Religion? Philosophy. Religion? Philosophy, Philosophy. Theology. Philosophy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> Drive the demons out. That's yeah. All he we're travels. Very, uh... He travels all over the world doing exorcisms. And Dan had a Wiccan in his class, and I guess the teacher like went off oh. on her. He was like, I know you think you're being interesting, but like you don't even know what you're dealing <laughs> well, with here. He's, right. he's like, I've literally seen the devil, and you don't need to be like playing around I'm with that. I'm not signing oh up for that class. Yeah. Like, there is no way in hell that I'm going to just Dan was in his class. He Ugh. said it was great. He said he was a great guy, but yeah, exorcisms. Mm. Good time. Rise up, demons. <laughs> no, I don't know. Don't. Or don't rise up. Don't stay, stay in Washington stay. where you belong. Stay. Oh my God! Stay really. steady, demons. How about that? Yeah. What is that funky smell? No doubt about it. Uh, what is that funky smell? All oh, that racket upstairs is the girl crazy. <laughs> One of the greatest Richard Pryor bits of all time, ladies and gentlemen. We shall take a break and be right back. We've got Kristen Burke going nose to nose with Harvey Weinstein. This ought to be interesting. We'll be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. 
If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Oh, that's really obnoxious. Yeah, What's happening? Kirsten disconnected. Yep. Oh, God. I'll call her back. Maybe, yeah. Thank you. Thank Maybe you. Maybe she doesn't want to talk about the big steen. Have we started up again? Yeah. Okay, good. Right, excellent. Clock I just is, wanted to make sure that yep. we were moving. Clock is going. It all works out in the end. How about the fact that Greta Thunberg is now in an argument with Meatloaf? (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear? I love it. He's going vegan, but he refuses to change his name. Oh my gosh! Tofu loaf. Yeah, tofu loaf. (laughs) Tofu loaf. Tofu loaf. I like tofu loaf. Beyond meatloaf, he's going vegan. Why? I don't know. So why is? If, oh, it's like a drill. I'll it say, if he be. changed his name, he could probably get a hell of an endorsement deal from, like, yeah, Impossible Beyond Meatloaf. Or, like, oh, absolutely. They should, they should totally. Beyond yeah. Meatloaf. Totally. Yep. Oh, Beyond absolutely. Meatloaf's a great name. Yeah. That's what I just said three times. No, I'm saying it's Hello. a great name. We're agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, we're agreeing oh. with you, you big baby. I thought everybody was yeah, taking. Everybody's I thought Tom to me. was taking credit as usual. <laughs> yes. Yes, I once said, Tom, you're a jackass. No, wait a minute. That was Catherine that said that, not me. That's, you went too far. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's Jude's birthday. Happy it is Judy's birthday, birthday Jude. Six, He's six years old. Do you believe old. it? Judy is already six. The oldest yeah, man. For all the, all the podcast listeners that have, you know, remember him as a puppy coming oh, yeah, into the studio and farting up the storm. Path. I have a puppy. Yeah. yeah, we got him right around oh, the same you? time as the podcast started. So yeah, he's, yeah. he's been around since the beginning. We got yeah, a puppy. Every time, yes. every, oh, oh, oh yeah, no, that's I'm, right. I saw him. It's super cute. Yeah, he's five months old. He's um, He's got PTSD about going outside. So it's been tricky yeah. potty training because he was mm. hit by a car like four months oh, or a month ago. Oh. And what happened was oh, the people my. who owned him, they just brought him to the vet and left him there. So then the shelter, oh. yeah, because they didn't want to flip the bill. So they, the shelter took him in, and then a rescue took him in. So he's like paranoid going outside. So it's been tricky trying to potty train him. Oh, yeah. But um, lots of positive reinforcement and treats. Yes, treats are that's the how way I got to Bella a dog's to, heart. Yeah, that's how I got Bella to potty train. Was lots of treats. But then she was so freaking smart that she would just like. Pretend to go outside, go out, and come back yeah. in oh, yeah. for a treat like 30 right. times a day. Oh, no. Yeah. She'd go out and pop a squat and not do anything. Yeah, just like expect a treat. That's what I'm doing. Now treat yeah. me. Now treat me. Yeah. I'm like, she goes to the, either she has a bladder infection or she's a genius. No. She's a complete scam artist is what yeah. she was. 100%. Uh, Alex, yes, I want you to know father. that, that uh, you and your, your cohorts were very, very successful in driving... Uh, 
Dean Foods out of business, the number one milk producer, My Dean cohorts. Foods. Uh, <laughs> and now, of course, your cohorts and you have driven Borden out of business. What? I don't know Elsie what that the is. Cow, remember Elsie the Cow, Borden Milk? Nope. That's One of the top ten advertising icons of the 20th century belongs to a company that filed for bankruptcy on Monday. Borden Dairy Company is following in the footsteps of number one milk producer Dean Foods, which filed bankruptcy in November. CNN reports the company cited the burden of its debt load and pension obligations in its filing, but also pointed to the fact that, uh, well, larger industry issues like a 6% decrease in the amount of milk America has consumed since 2015. Only I'm surprised six? it's only a 6%. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it would be higher than it seems low. Is uh, is Kristen back with us? Yep. I am. Kristen. How do you feel about dairy? <laughs> um, I don't drink milk. I never really have. Um, me and I you know, if I'm doing cereal it's almond milk. I'm just trying to think. Like I but I eat cheese and ice cream. And butter's but, delicious. I mean milk is just not a part of my daily diet. Mine either. It never has been, by the way. Milk no, has never been a big part of my life. Uh, was when I was a kid. That's yeah. all anybody drank. Yeah, most people it's probably true. Yeah. So somebody, uh, I do want to, I do want to talk about Harvey Weinstein. But before we do that, somebody told me that apparently Greta Thunberg tried to tell a joke and people got really offended. But I'm looking for it, but I can't find the joke. Does any, anybody? Wait, she's that angry little girl, that? right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. She's a screaming little girl. She's a screaming girl. She's autistic, and she. Oh, is she? Yes. No, I feel bad. She is autistic. Way to go! I take it back. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to treat people. her special. <laughs> she has to be angry. No. I got by with the you people. Did you hear that? It was wonderful. I snuck it in. <laughs> I, mean, I heard it, but I was going to let Tuesday. We're going to let it slide. It's only Tuesday. Yeah, I can't Kevin's find used the story. To yeah, I Does anybody know what angry. the joke was? Well, that's true. That's very, very true. Does anybody have any idea what the joke was that she told no. that people were offended by? Because it was up here, but now it's gone. So I don't know. Uh, I have been blissfully unaware of these things lately. Oh, Greta. She's only, she just turned 17, though. You know, She's no longer 16. She's now uh, 17 years old. I just, those parents should be I couldn't agree more. Jailed. All right, well, as we're talking about Harvey Weinstein, which is... Why is it, by the way, that, that your brother Harvey has a different last name than you, Kristen? <laughs> no. Jeez. <laughs> she just starts laughing. You're used to me now after all these years. I, you're finally used to what I, the things that I Is that say. your brother well, Troy carrying to get, him like, off? All worked out. Like, he's not my brother. Uh, no, he's not. Um, I was like, we talk so much about my brother. People even know that, too. But... Uh, I, you know, I've been watching this because, you know, yesterday was the start of his New York trial. There's in jury selection right now. And at the same time, Los Angeles decided to file charges on the same day. So he was in a lot of Ooh. the headlines. Um, he also just had back surgery, so he's walking around with a walker. Uh-huh. Um, I oh, feel like he's kind God. of broken a little bit, probably. I'm sure the back injury hurts, but at the same time, um, I feel like Bill Cosby did the same thing. I'm blind yes. now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see a thing. I remember, honestly, and I'm not kidding you, it was just a few months before he was popped. Catherine and Alex and I met Bill Cosby backstage and spent some time with him, took a picture with him, all the rest of it. It's like years before. And I'll never forget. And we the, didn't even get roofied. The day before he was arrested. On his way to trial. Yeah, years and years. Well, I, I was feeling a little woozy after we left, but I don't know why, but, you know. No experimental you, Cosby have, gas. He did have his lazy eye on you. But you, you have to understand something. You would have been the one to drug in that situation. Too. I understand. That was a joke. That's why I said <laughs> it. It didn't work, though. Anyway, 
<laughs> moving. Oh, the joke just didn't work. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dad. That's but why the joke I'm trying to tell flat. you. Cosby yeah. just drugs well, the entire flat. audience at once. Yeah. Just to <clears> really just gases yeah. the whole. Spaces. Yeah. Increase the odds. Well, I will tell you, Bill Cosby was one of my heroes my entire life. I, I, I only got to meet him that one time. I loved Bill Cosby, right? So we take the picture, Catherine, Alex, and I take a picture with Bill Cosby. And as we're about to leave, he, he turns to Catherine and says, well, now you have something to put on your Christmas cards. Did he? Don't you remember I he said like that he to you? That. Oh, he definitely he said that. Pudding pop in this there is too? the first time I've ever heard of this, and I was there. so You were there. He said, now you have something to put on your Christmas card. You didn't make the card, Bill. Sorry. No, you didn't make the card. You did make it to prison, though, and you're never getting out. So, you know, there you go. All right. So the hashtag MeToo movement was born of sexual misconduct and assault allegations against Harvey Weinstein from dozens of women. Now, Kristen, before I continue with this story or just turn it over to you to talk about this, I cannot believe the names of these women that this prick has gone after. It's amazing. Have you seen it? All of them? Is Kristen gone again? Uh, No, I'm here. It's it's hard to hear. When everyone talks, it gets really fuzzy. All right, so shut up, everybody. Anyway, uh, I, I just want to get your take on that whole deal, uh, this, this Harvey Weinstein thing, uh, the list of women that that he forced himself on, whether you know grabbing them or actually raping them. Order, I cannot believe every big star in Hollywood. Have you yeah, seen I mean, it? it really every, and you think about sort of the golden years with the Weinstein Company. Um, and the successes that they had, he pretty much every single female that sort of passed through one of his films was in some way um, terrorized by Harvey Weinstein, whether it was sexual harassment, verbal harassment, um, sexual assault. It really is a huge list and, and a very recognizable list. Oh, I, I could. They, they, they printed the list in the... Uh on the on the uh, website, and I couldn't believe it. That I mean, everybody from Angelina Jolie to I mean, it's it, the only one I when didn't see on the list was Meryl Streep. You know, yeah, I mean, Paltrow you can go did. on and on and on. Annabella Fiora. So. I mean, they are. It's horrific because he thought he could do it to anyone because he believed in his power. And guess what? He did have that power for a very long time. Yeah, sounds like it. I don't know. I, I just I do love the fact, and I did ask someone this morning. I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been uh, Mordahl. But I said, when we when we go to uh, Key West in a month, I want you to do me a favor. When I walk out on uh, on the you know the set of the the uh, morning show, when I walk out to the table, I want to have a walker, and then I want you to hold my left arm like he, I need to be stabilized. Because, you know, if he's going to play for it, I'm going to do this. Did you see how bent over he was when he went into, into court? Yes, and you know what's no. interesting is that a lot of people who have used walkers are literally like, that is like the dime store version of a walker. I know that there's... Like, <laughs> <laughs> you went to Walgreens? You went yeah, to Walgreens they're literally like, it, it, you know, it has little tennis balls on the end, and they're like, yeah, that's the one you get. I mean, like the super, super cheap one, not the, you know, medical insurance approved one, and I'm sure he has medical insurance. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I, the whole thing is just so disgusting to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it is, and the fact that it went on so long, and, and guess what? We're dealing with it again with Jeffrey Epstein, and we'll never get the whole story because 
they killed him or he committed suicide, whatever you want to believe. But um, there's so many high-powered people involved in that story. Uh, it's disgusting, too. Yeah. I, I, first of all, maybe the guys, Andy, uh, you know, Tevin, uh, I, do you understand why guys feel that they can force themselves? What is that about forcing yourself on a woman that these guys enjoy so much? Power. It's just a power thing? Yeah, it's got to be. Because it's not like a, it can't be a pleasant experience like hearing somebody like scream no or like start crying. Like that has no, that's like, well, that's a turn on for you. Like that's such a bizarre and foreign it's concept. so weird. Like you have something mentally wrong with you. Yeah, there's no question about that. I, I, I just, I don't know, man. Uh, the whole thing, looking at this guy now, here, here's what I understand. So you're phenomenally wealthy, you're extremely powerful, you're very famous, but that's not enough power. You also have to force yourself on right. women. And, and like, cause huh? the that's name, so weird. And the list of names that like you're saying, like, they're all like prominent, like very popular names. And oh, it's like yeah. when you're. Harvey Weinstein or anybody, when you hear about it with professional athletes and stuff, it's like naturally you're in a position of power where you shouldn't have to be like putting yourself in that position where you're forcing yourself on somebody. Like all yeah. the people that would love to be in a relationship with you or something like that, like, and you still choose to go and force yourself on people. It's on. Yeah. Well, we go to war over people that are hungry for power. So, yeah, it's this true. Is... No, you're absolutely right about that. So, I don't know. Do you think. Do you think that era is now pretty much over, Kristen, because because everybody's under the microscope now? Do you think that men will now behave in Hollywood for at least a no. while? No, I mean, there's, really? there's plenty of... No, I don't, honestly, because uh, there's a generation yeah. that, that's accustomed to it. And I've, I've heard older, older men um, who have worked in the industry a long time saying, no one can take a joke anymore. And I'm like, it never was a joke to begin with on certain things when it comes to sexual harassment. Um, yeah, and, and and so you still have that, and then of course there's going to be people that pass it on to their kids, and there's or there's going to be people that just are so consumed by the power. Um, even if you're under a microscope, it's still going to happen. It's just that I think a lot of women feel empowered to speak up. I think a lot of men feel empowered to speak up for women and help them out, and I think that is helping the situation a lot. Yeah, I just, what amazes me about all of that is, so not one of these women has a father or a brother or a cousin that would go visit Mr. Weinstein and say, hey, guess who's not going to have any teeth when I leave? I don't think a lot of people you know, told anyone. It's so embarrassing. And oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah I suppose. Yeah, that makes, I mean, it shouldn't be. It was not your fault. You shouldn't be ashamed of anything or feel uncomfortable other than the fact that he did it to you. And going after no, but I think bastard. the more we talk about it, the more, I mean, the more, and I know people are like, I just don't want to talk about this topic anymore, but the more we expose it, honestly, the less shame you feel. Um, yeah. And I, I know that empowers some people to, to put other people on blast on social media, and I don't think that's the, you know, strategy. But if you do have the ability to go to your HR department or your union mm -hmm. or whatever those steps are to, to, you know, nip this in the bud, that's important. And then, if it doesn't happen, put it put them on blast on social media. <laughs> and, and I think, oh, okay. Well, we, we could do that. Absolutely, you can. If, Kristen, no one, if no one else is listening to you and no one else is taking the proper steps in in your HR department or whatever, then I put them on blast because that's fair. I agree. Yeah, it makes total sense. 
One of the what that was a great hour. I'm, you, a lot, a lot of great input from you on that one because you're so close to all this stuff. Whether it be the Golden Globes or Harvey Weinstein or you know, go down the list. So great take. Have a magnificent week, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, my dear. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, will be back with hour two with the family.